0: So, do you think about theme when you're writing? Do you make decisions in your plot to ensure you're making some point about the world we live in? Do you even need to? If you're anything like me, you spend countless hours thinking about character and plot, probably pore over craft books, and think critically about your pacing. Maybe you story grid, or you story genius, or you save the cat, but what do you have for theme? Do you need to have anything? I'm David Gwynn, a writer querying a finished manuscript while writing a new project and trying to navigate the world of traditional publishing along the way. During this new season of the podcast, I'm asking agents, book coaches, and authors about the best way to write a novel. If you want the expert secrets, this is where you're going to find them. Last time on the podcast, I talked to debut author Elle Grawl about what her experience was like while working with her literary agent, and what we can expect from this important relationship.
1: Just because a project maybe isn't working now, doesn't mean that it won't ever be able to work. So if you can just push through to the next project, that's like a newer, fresher thing to get you excited about writing. I think as long as you can power through the next idea each time, don't give up on those other ones.
0: That interview is linked in the description if you want to check it out. Today, I want to talk about writing books that resonate with the time we live in. For some of you, You may think that this doesn't apply to your writing. Respectfully, I think you're wrong. But let me explain. I like to think about social consciousness as an experience of shared social identity. Basically, what is our society's identity? How do we as a society function? And more specifically for you, how does the world of your story exist in relation to the social issues in the quote-unquote real world? During today's episode, I want to explore some of the ideas authors and agents and editors have shared with me about how to write a book that is aware of the social issues we face in our society. After all, the greatest books we've ever read are often so great because they tell us as much about ourselves and about our place in the world as they do just entertain us. So while we talk all the time on the podcast about how to write a compelling book and whether or not to outline or How to Find an Agent, today's episode's going to be a little bit different. Recently, I got to talk to author Aaron Philip Clark. He's an International Thriller Writers Award-nominated novelist and screenwriter. His most recent series is inspired by his experiences in the LAPD and was published by Thomas and Mercer. We talked about his popular series and how he thinks about the social justice aspects of his story. I asked him what he thinks about as he's writing his books. Here's what he had to say. Well, I think a lot about the characters. So I always start there. And I think there's a universal quality to
2: Trevor Finnegan. And, you know, while folks may say, well, I don't identify because I'm not a cop, or I don't identify because I'm not a black male, or I didn't grow up in California, Southern
0: California. But I think there's a universal quality that exists within how he interacts with his father, and how he deals with past trauma and the death of his mother and all these things that people can, can understand and relate to. And that's kind of where I start. And then the themes I think emerge from, in his case, how he operates as a character. Aaron is insanely talented and has such a cool background. His episode will be out sometime next month. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you don't already. So you don't miss that. But For the purposes of today's episode, I want to highlight the way he uses imperfect characters to highlight the complexities of life. Putting your characters in difficult positions makes us as readers find out what they're really like and what they're made of. By putting your character in a position to make a moral judgment, you can do so in a way that reflects your values and the way you maybe want to see the world. So be critical about your use of character and be cognizant of the stands you have your character make. Aaron tells this really cool story about his uncle, who was a police officer, and how he talked a guy off of a bridge using Michael Jackson. It's a great character study in and of itself, and reflects in many aspects the way Aaron seems to think about building his characters. So again, be sure to subscribe so you catch that episode. Okay, okay, so let's talk about plot. In an upcoming interview, I talked to Asma Zahanakan about the books she writes. She was the author of Blackwater Falls, a new crime series published by Minotaur Books. It's this really compelling police procedural type novel that blends social justice and crime and these really amazingly fleshed out characters. Here's what she said about identifying her story ideas.
1: Back in 2020, and we saw the nationwide protests, perhaps the most significant social justice protests in the history of the United States after the civil rights movement. And I could see how polarized Americans were how differently they were viewing what to me seemed like a very obvious case of police misconduct and police brutality. And that got me interested in these questions of why policing is so divisive in the United States. And I wanted to write about that, not just in terms of how it impacts the black community, but also how state power impacts the undocumented in this country how it targets other vulnerable minorities like Muslims, which is my own background. And I wanted to look at how these communities intersect and the kind of solidarity we have been trying to build and continue to try to build. So that's kind of the overall picture of why I've been so interested in writing a a story like Blackwater Falls.
0: So for Asma, it's really about finding a moment that matters, finding a topic or event that has social, national, or international significance, and giving it a life outside that context. Thematically speaking, she's able to weave wonderful characters into these stories that reflect and comment on the world around us. One way to do this is to think about something that happened in the last few months, or even years, that totally drew your attention. I mean, you would find yourself reading any article you could about this topic. You watched the news when they were reporting on it, and you turned the news off once the report was over. Seriously, really think. I'll give you a second. Okay, do you have something? Now, how can you fictionalize it, given the genre you enjoy to write in? And there you go. You did what Asma did with her novels. Again, her full interview drops next month, so don't miss it. Subscribe right now. Okay, let's run it back. I talked to two authors, two agents, and an editor about socially relevant writing in past episodes. So let's start with author Rob Hart. Rob's the author of six novels, including The Paradox Hotel and The Warehouse, which sold in more than 20 countries. He's going to share what he has to say about how he comes up with the plots and themes for his books, one of which, The Warehouse, was optioned for film by Ron Howard. Yeah, that Ron Howard. Here's Rob.
2: It's always something that really bothered me, you know, the way Mm. systems of power are set up to hurt people and keep people down. I mean, even, you know, I wrote a a sort of like a private detective series called the the Ash McKenna series. And in the fifth book of that series, I, I was writing about the heroin crisis. And even though they're very street level books, I made sure to point out that, you know, all of the onus for the heroin crisis is really on the shoulders of people like the Sackler family and like these rich people who decided they wanted to make money on opiates and drove this crisis into existence because i think that's something that we don't think about enough is how large corporations large businesses billionaires like they really treat us like the food they need to eat to grow bigger and and we're not always cognizant of that that, that that's always something that i've wanted to write about because it just makes me angry you know and i like writing about stuff that makes me angry
0: <laughs> so what makes you angry when you look around at the world we live in What pisses you off? Write about that. At the very least, writing angry will help you keep the fire and ensure you make it through the draft. Plus, writing with theme in mind can sometimes even help you make plot decisions. Alright, next, let's hear from Josh Stallings. Josh was a really cool interview and an even more interesting guy. We talked a lot about building characters that reflect the world around us, specifically in doing it in a way that is respectful. But through this funny story about buying a prostitute breakfast, he shares one of his most valuable insights into how to write socially conscious narratives. Here's Josh.
2: And had breakfast, you know, at three in the morning with a prostitute who was out, who was a streetwalker and said, do you want to have breakfast? She said, I, I, yeah, no, I'm kind of tired. The night's done for me. I said, no, we're not sex. I'm talking breakfast. So. Getting to know real humans gave me somebody to think about when I was writing it to hold my stuff up against. Is this real? Isn't it? You know what that where you can go, if she saw this, would she be okay with the way I portrayed her? It puts some, it puts some of my own skin in the game. Like not that then she will, cause I will change enough things. So no one will quite know it. But in my mind, I think, would she be okay? Have I, have I done honor to what she did spending a night telling me her story? So that's that's a how-to, is don't Google, but get out in the world.
0: So there, go out, do the work, put boots on the ground. It'll make your stories much more interesting. Both Josh and Rob's interviews are linked in the description if you want to hear more. And trust me, you want to hear more. Okay, maybe you're thinking to yourself, fine, they're writers, but what about agents? Are agents looking for books that take on socially relevant themes? From the agent side of things... What might your future representation be thinking about your manuscript when you query? Let's find out. Here's Emmy Nordstrom-Higdon, who holds a PhD in justice-oriented social work. They're a member of the planning team for the Festival of Literary Diversity, a faculty member at the Manuscript Academy, and a literary agent at Westwood Creative Arts. This makes Emmy the perfect person to share about the importance of socially conscious writing.
1: I really want a book that is going to encourage people to think differently about the world around them and just open their mind more to different ideas, you know? And like, I'm a pretty like lefty progressive person. So I guess that's my bias when I'm looking for books, but in terms of the way that the books behave in a socially conscious way, I think that's like the baseline for me is that I want to read a book that is going to be You know, I always tell people I want it to, like, hurt a little to put it down. (laughs) You know, you want – everybody secretly loves that feeling where, like, you're – you know, you have to, like, go to the grocery store, go whatever, like – go to bed. But like, you just want to read one more chapter. Like that feeling to me is like so perfect. And I was like the kid under the bed sheets at night with the flashlight, you know, staying up way too late. So I want those books. But also, if I'm going to spend four months with something residing in my brain, I do want it to better the world in some way. And I don't think that that means it has to be super serious or pedantic or even have like, a specific kind of message. I just like it when books encourage people to think and encourage people to look at the world around them and examine it and ask questions, you know? Um, And hopefully they'll draw good, interesting conclusions from those questions, but like in a perfect world. But I mean, the first step for a lot of people is just being nudged in that direction at all, right? A lot of people live really busy lives and are not necessarily taking the time to think about the impacts that their actions have. So I think that books that can do that, like serve a really important purpose.
0: So there you go. And if you want to hear more from Emmy, our interview is linked in the description. Okay, I got one more agent for you. Here's Amy Elizabeth Bishop from D, G, and B. She shares one of my absolute favorite lines from any of my interviews and something that made me rethink the way I write. When you're
3: talking about liberty and justice and freedom and equality, and you know, there's kinds of stories that really interrogate life and, and the bigger conversations we're having. I feel like all of my projects have wound up threading some element of social justice into them or trying to deepen conversations.
0: Interrogating life. As writers, that's what we do. Writing books that are devoid of social context is a myth, in my opinion. Everything is situated historically, in some way. As writers, we have to rise to that occasion. After all, your favorite book probably told you something about yourself and the world that you live in. Don't you owe your readers the same courtesy? Okay, okay, you're thinking, fine. Agents are interested. Successful authors have done it. But what about editors? Are editors looking for this? Here's Chantelle Ami Osmond. She's an acquisitions editor at Lake Union Publishing and the former editor of Agora Books, which is an imprint of Polis Books. Here's what she, as an editor for a publishing house, has to say in this funny story about pitching librarians at a luncheon.
3: I, I had my first list that was debuting, and we had acquired a few for, because that was fall of 2019, and then we acquired for spring. And we had a librarian luncheon and they ask us to pitch like one book from our spring line <laughs> and we chose Matthew Henson and the Ice Temple of Harlem which is kind of a Indiana Jones doc savage adventure set in Harlem in in you know the the roaring 20s turn of the century era with Matthew Henson who is actually a real life person. He was potentially the first man but definitely the first black man to reach the Arctic Circle. And so he had he was this crazy adventurer and so Gary Phillips who is an amazing author and a good friend of mine decided to reimagine him as this pulp hero and it's absolutely perfect. <laughs> so I I pitched to these librarians mm. and and not to stereotype but I have to say that the majority of these librarians were 70 mm. Plus female, you know, the, the very stereotypical when you kind of imagine a librarian yeah. and not all librarians look like this, but this particular group did. And so I i honestly did not know what to expect when I pitched this to them. And they came back with, oh, my God, I've been waiting for a book like this. When is it out? When can I read it? Can you send it to me?
0: That's awesome. And
3: it And Exactly. And it made me so happy. And I realized, you know, it if I needed it reinforced, that Mm. moment reinforced that it wasn't just me looking for these things. Mm. And, and it wasn't just the authors looking to publish, you know, there was this symbiosis of the books are out there and the readers are desperate for them.
0: So there you have it. Successful authors are writing in a socially conscious way. Agents are looking for authors who are in tune with what's happening in the world. Editors are looking to acquire socially aware books and Best of all, readers are pining for these works. So dig into your manuscript a bit. Figure out what you're trying to say about the world around you. Is it a message you hope to send out to readers? Think through what you want readers to take away from reading your manuscript, because someday your book might be someone's favorite book. Next week, I'm talking to Liz Alterman about her book, The Perfect Neighborhood. If you love thrillers, you're going to love this book. I'll see you next week.